1: 18
0: plus.
2: From the theme park capital of the world, Orlando, Florida, this is the Theme Park Podcast. Wait, podcast. Is this on the radio? Why does everything got to be so messy on this station? Anyway, here's your hosts, Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris.
3: And welcome to the podcast that is, in fact, on the radio here on Real Radio 104.1. I uh, hope everybody's having a great day so far. Uh, We have breaking news as we uh, start the show today. Scott Harris, you sent this over. We've got new roller coasters coming to town. And the battle that continues. It seems like every theme park is trying to one-up the other one or put something out uh, that is unique to make themselves special. Another roller coaster coming to Orlando.
1: Yes. Actually, we can just say two to the state of Florida. Two to the state. Two to the state of Florida. We'll start with our local park first. We've got Icebreaker launching in spring 2020 at SeaWorld. So
3: Icebreaker, I can see this being maybe over in the area where they have that they have polar bears. No, the, the, not polar bears. The uh, little guys, the penguins. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be in the penguin area. No. You know where it's going to be? Where? Wild Arctic. No, okay. makes yeah, sense. Right. Oh, are they going to take out Wild Arctic and put it there? It's going to be located across from Wild Arctic. Oh, good. So we're keeping Wild Arctic. Yeah. They're, I gonna, still they're keeping
4: like... it an attraction. I think they're uh, deep-sixing the actual, like, the their ride. very,
3: very dated version of Star Tours. I Yeah, but I still I like it mostly at Christmas time when they do the Polar Express. Yeah, but
1: the problem with the Polar Express. It's the exact
3: same thing, and it doesn't match with what's on the screen. I, I was able to suspend my disbelief, I guess. I just enjoyed the—I love—I love—, I love christmas at SeaWorld. i have very fond memories of taking my daughter when she was little and now i look back fondly and i'm like i want to go ride polar express but that, that's that's going away we think that's what the rumors are but we'll uh
1: well icebreaker sea- will be the steepest beyond vertical drop okay
4: this isn't the icebreaker with uh chris evans isn't in it that's is it? snowpiercer Oh, okay. Never mind.
1: Named after the Icy Arctic Summits Icebreaker will feature four airtime fill launches both backwards and forwards, culminating in a reverse launch into the steepest beyond vertical drop in Florida, a ninety-three feet tall Spike with a 100 degree angle. The thrills continue as riders fly over a near vertical top hat maneuver into a series of exciting twist turns, and airtime hills.
3: So this is going to be a steeper drop than that other one that scares me to death over at Busch Gardens. Shikra, which, yeah. Shikra, because Shikra, man, if you never rode Shikra before, I love roller coasters. I'm about, I'm all about roller coasters. The faster, the more twists, the better. But Shikra, man, when they hang you over that edge. Mm-hmm. And they make you question why am I doing this? This is going to be the point. worse than that one. Well, that's the thing about
1: the Shikra is it pauses up at the top yeah. for like eight years, uh, at least a month, and you can feel it swaying, yeah. a little bit, and you're just anticipating that drop coming. And if you're in the front row on Shikra, you're you're you already started you're the, the over the, descent. the climb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at least if you're in the back row, you're still sitting upright. Yeah, I, I will never sit front row on that ride.
3: I've sat front row a few times, nope. and I, every time I ride it, I'm like, "Why have I?" My keys fell out of my pocket on that ride one time. They stayed in the seat. You, it's the steepest incline of a of a roller coaster
5: when
4: yeah, it's going that's,
1: up. That's when my that's when my keys <laughs> fell <laughs> out. It's, it's exactly the steepest going when it's going up.
4: How can it be the steepest going up? Like when you go on uh, Rip Ryan Rocket, it, uh, you're like literally you a 90 an degree but angle.
1: But it, that's a lot. That it's. Actually, I think that was before Rip Ride Rocket was
3: open. Oh, and maybe they changed it. Maybe yeah. Rip Ride Rocket is more steep. Either way, your keys will fall out of your pocket. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're not allowed, even allowed to bring them on Rip Ride Rocket. They'll metal detect you before you even get on that thing. That's true. Yes. I wonder if SeaWorld will do that with this new one with this uh, with the way this thing's going to climb. They and... should do it with every roller coaster. All parks should do it with every roller coaster. Oh no, because it's such a pain, man. I hate going to a locker and dropping yeah. all my stuff off. Like I until
4: your keys in- end up embedded in some guy's eyeball.
3: Well, Fritz and I came up with a plan to have zippered pockets on our shorts. We went and found. Specifics theme park shorts, and we'd have zippered pockets on our shorts so we could seal everything up. And they said, "Nope, no good." I tried fighting with
1: a, with an employee at a ride, and they're like, "No, you still got this in there." I'm like, "I'm wearing skinny jeans. I can barely get anything out of these pockets. Yeah, nothing is coming out."
3: Yeah, no they they don't they don't care. <laughs> zippered pockets, skinny jeans, uh, fanny pack. They don't care. They, mm. You got you got to put it all away. You could sew it into your skin, and it wouldn't work. Mm-mm.
1: No. So we've got that ride. So when, do we have a do we have a date on that yet? Spring 2020. That's not that far away. No, that's like six months away. Wow. Okay. So they've
4: already broken ground.
3: Oh, there's broken ground. There's there's track on property. Hmm. I wait. I, I want to get out to SeaWorld at Christmas time. I definitely want to get out there this, this this holiday season. The other ride that we got, and this is coming to Busch Gardens Tampa Bay, is Iron Gwazi. So they already have a Gwazi there. That's the wooden coaster, right?
1: Yes. Iron Gwazi takes thrills to new heights plunging riders for a 206 foot tall peak into a 90 degree drop. Reaching speeds of 76 miles per hour, riders on Iron Guazi will experience a dozen airtime moments, including three inversions as they sink their teeth into crocodile-inspired thrills. It is a wood and steel hybrid coaster. Whoa, hybrid. Ooh. Yes. I wonder how they mixed that up. Well, remember how Guazi was two rides? It was kind of like the wooden equivalent of Dueling Dragons? Yes. Well, now it's
3: just one ride. Okay. Okay. Oh, so they're going to, like, the regular wooden Gwazi's gone. This is going to be the combo? It's kind of an overlay on top of the wooden version. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested. Now, You, at least two of us will be out there uh, at some point this season, I think, for Hallow uh, Scream. So we'll get a look at least at what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy, are you going to make it out for Hollow Scream? Do you know? I have, n- I have no idea what
4: dates. Uh, you, uh, you're doing an October 4th broadcast, uh,
3: right? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you right now. I have literally no idea. I know, Scott, you're going to be out there the uh, as well on the 11th. Uh, so, I don't know. At some point, we will be out uh, at Hallow Scream. So, we'll kind of get an idea. Iron of, Gwazi uh, will be North America's tallest and world's fastest and steepest hybrid coaster. Bush Gardens plays no game. I love Bush Gardens. I wish it wasn't in Tampa because I feel like I, I hate driving to Tampa. That's but it's a, not
1: even really Tampa. It's
3: before Tampa. Is it? Yeah, it's still too far to me. Because
1: it's right around the uh, mid Florida Gary.
3: It's like it's like seventy minutes. I'll try the drive again. I have not driven out there. I've become more patient as I've gotten older. Perhaps I won't mind it as much. Which- I do hate I four, but I know I can take four twenty nine, almost. To like Disney, I guess. For all I, can get, all I know, it's, it's a faster Disney. drive than Legoland because I don't know how far Legoland is. That's a true story. Legoland is somewhere in the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle of Florida. Like you cannot get there without it taking uh, ages for whatever reason that I, is. So that is not. That is also not true. I don't Have you even driven
1: know. to Legoland? Yes. Is it eight
3: hours? No. How I don't even know it?
1: what direction to go in to get to Legoland.
4: It's not off the highway. Legoland is a fine. Theme park.
1: Yeah, no, it is. I just don't know how to get there. I've never. Wonderful
4: theme park, and it's right around the corner. Not a big deal to drive there. When
1: I was, when it was Cypress Gardens, I was, and I went there. I wasn't old enough to drive, so I have Mm -hmm. no concept of what direction it is. I lost
3: my car at Legoland once because I forgot to take note of where I parked. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't even have a beep-beep on my car, so we just had to walk around it Oh, was this it. the Mazda 3 days? Yes, yes. Oh, good Lord. Yeah.
1: I've been losing my car a lot when I've been going to Disney because I get too excited mm-hmm. and don't pay attention
3: to where I park. I love that the, the cast members will know, well, what time did you get here? All right, well, you're probably here. And they'll know exactly, like, what row you were in. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Well, um, but yeah, that's Lego, why they're there. Yeah, but Legoland's kind of, is it more for kids? am I am I right it's more of a kids. to go I mean technically all I've been of the twice how do I know the most about or the least about Legoland I'm not sure which it is
1: I mean technically I think all the parks are for the kids true but that's uh, not true
4: Disney's meant for adults they need to get these kids out of here
1: Oh you mean oh because I'm
3: wearing this shirt today.
4: You got your happiest mansion. childless <laughs> millennial on earth. Oh yes, that is wonderful. Scott shirt says you.
3: happiest childless millennial on earth. Because there's that one woman that was yeah. mad. She was mad. You that childless millennials were out of the parks. They were ruining everybody's good time because these parks are for the children. They're not for adults. You guys are ruining it, and you need to leave. That uh, that yeah you know, oh, no, I- it's for everybody. The kids can. Uh, the kids can do it. The adults can do it. It's good for everyone. Yeah. And- and, and, although kids are not allowed to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Let's oh just say that. Oh.
4: Yeah. Just a little PSA, adults, um, parents. If you want to be polite to the other people, in. The Falcon with you, please put your kid at the gunner spot.
3: It happened sir, to me again sir, last night. Sir, you're taking how this uh, ride uh, flies way too seriously. Okay, my kid just wants to pilot it. He can run into every building he wants to. All right.
1: It happened to me again last night.
3: Yeah, children or people that didn't understand what they were doing. Children. Children at the on the on the thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, you waited in single rider. It is a guarantee. If you do single rider, you're going to be, gonna an be an engineer. the engineer. I'm
1: okay with being an engineer. If I if I'm an engineer, but I'm in a cockpit with people that know what they're doing, I'm okay with that.
3: Mm-hmm. That's fine. Wasn't the case, though.
1: No. The the one that was controlling up and down just pulled it back the entire time. Yeah. And couldn't reach the lever to go...
3: Into hyperspace? Yes! I think that's how I drove, too. I think I wrecked it as well when I I was the pilot. I did get us to hyperspace, but I think I hit a few things.
1: And I think I, I told you this, Dickerman. I got off the ride, I think, when I went last weekend, and the cast member goes... Wow, that did not go
3: well. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, Don't include me in this. I did my job. You pressed all the uh, engineering buttons to uh to fix the ship. I never had to push more buttons than I did last night when I wrote it. I yeah. feel like I had to push
1: them more. Not happy about it.
3: Okay. All right. Uh did we get an open date for that uh that- For Iron Guazi, I just have 2020. 2020. So it will be next year at some point. I
1: mean, who knows? How long it could take because, I mean, it is using elements of a
3: existing coaster. True. So they're just going to slap them on top and kind of build along there. Just dipping that wooden coaster in steel.
1: Uh, Jimmy, which of these two will you be riding?
4: Oh, I'm sorry. I was waiting for multiple choice. Uh, well,
1: yeah, there, it is multiple choice. Icebreaker or Iron Gwazi. <laughs> the two giant
3: roller coasters.
1: Iron Gwazi goes 76 miles an hour. And uh, Icebreaker has a 100 degree
4: drop. I will just throw a handful of pennies at you and Dickerman as you go <laughs> fly right by.
3: Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking Bush Gardens, we didn't really get to talk about the Hollow Scream houses yet this year, did we? No, we have not. So they have uh, they have eight houses there. Their newest one is the Residence. It's a brand new house. You're inside of a home of the uh, perfect suburban Clark family, which uh, obviously they turn on you and want to kill you. Uh, that is Why the, would
1: they want to do that, that to is me?
3: Traditional. Uh, other houses are... Do you know not go- have any children. Death, Water, Bayou, Wrath of the Queen, uh, Insomnia, Patience, Revenge, Motel, Hell, Infestation, uh, Black Spot, Bloodshed, and Simon's Slaughterhouse. So, um, it's not like... It's not like Universal with the big IPs and the you know just the hey it's it's you know Stranger Things, but it's it's almost like more of a classic haunted house yes. sort of situation when you go out to uh, Halloween. If you've never been, uh, and of course you have the full run of the park too. They have everything open out there mm-hmm. as well. Which Bush Gardens is that the biggest park around? Like as far as like everything we use all this land, all this space. I always feel like Bush Gardens. Like you have to walk. Like I can get lost there, and you have to walk like thirty miles if you want to do the whole thing.
1: I could see that, yeah. I mean, it's pretty massive. It is well, they huge. Because well, a lot of the parks here are majority like a hub and spoke mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, I think they're kind of testing that now with Hollywood Studios. But, yeah, you could just wander you know, like one walkway at Busch
3: Gardens and then not know where you are. Yes, that's me. I can do it in the day and at night, <laughs> I imagine even more so. So they actually, uh, they're actually they on their 20th anniversary, too, for Hollow Scream. What? They're as old as me? Uh, yeah, 20, wow. 20 years, uh, September 20th through November 2nd is when their event runs. And I always, I always enjoyed Hollow Scream. I'm actually, I haven't been in a couple of years, but I will be going this year. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a, uh, it's a little more risque as I recall mm-hmm. uh, years mm-hmm. past. I had some pictures with some naughty nurses of years gone by. So okay. uh, we'll see if they still are there this, mm. this year uh, when we go back. How Hollow Scream. many of the lands in Bush Gardens do you think you can name? Uh, zero. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Zero. I could name some coasters. I didn't even know there were separate lands. Yeah.
1: Egypt, Edge of Africa, the Serengeti Plain, Pantopia. Oh,
3: Pantopia I've been lost in. Cong- the There's Congo. Mm-hmm. Jungala.
1: Okay. Stanleyville. I know Stanleyville. Sesame Street, Safari Fun, Bird Garden, Morocco, and Nairobi.
4: Okay. They're they, don't, they don't have, like, a little German town thing like they do in uh, bush
3: Gardens, Williamsburg? No. Not that we know of. Uh, I have the map open. They have kangaroos there. They do, yeah. Have you seen the <laughs> kangaroos there? Yeah, that's over by the bird garden. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. That's true. We went to the bird garden and the kangaroos. The kangaroos all looked hot when we were there, though. It was like I think it was a pretty hot day. The kangaroos were like, dude, I'm just dude, chilling for, in the shade. Oh, really they should be used to it. I don't know. I didn't ask them how they were feeling. I heard they, if you mess with them, they'll kick your butt, though. A kangaroo will kick you right in the belly. You ever seen those
4: videos of kangaroos? They're
3: ripped. Oh yeah, they're ripped, and they will they will kick you. They all their powers in their legs, and they will give you that front kick like nothing, like a horse. Yeah, they sit kick on you their tail. Behind. Yeah. Bam! Bam! Don't mess with the kangaroo. You don't want to uh, challenge a kangaroo. So yeah, if you go out to bush gardens, <laughs> hallow scream. If you have it's too a life many, life if you have too show. many beers, <laughs> don't mess with the kangaroos because you will be sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we come back in the next segment, Uh, we still have to review our uh, time at the cantina because Jimmy and I did did get to go out to the cantina. And we need to talk about wait times here at the Central Florida theme parks because something very interesting has happened here over the last couple weeks. So more to come here on Real Radio 104.1.
2: You're listening to the Theme Park Podcast, and there's more on the way after this. Time is over now. Back to the theme park podcast. Here's Dickerman, Jimmy D, and Scott Harris.
3: Uh, welcome back to the show here on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, so uh, we have all at this point now made multiple trips out to Galaxy's Edge. I know by Scott. Two. Yeah, Scott, you were there most recently, actually last night.
1: <laughs> I got asked by one of my bosses, "Hey, can you? Do you mind going to buy some Galaxy's Edge?" a uh, coke diet coke and
3: sprites and he looked at me and goes I want the soda bomb he goes I can do this on company time right cuz they asked from this is a work thing I'm like yeah I'm pretty sure just you know it's it's part of your work hours so why not any excuse i guess to go out to the park right
1: exactly i went out there got there around like 7:30 and i'm like hey you know what let's go do some uh, let's fly on the falcon bought some soda went mm-hmm. over saw chewbacca because I wanted
3: to try out the automated fast, the automated photo pass. Oh, the, the robot. Yes. How did uh, how did the robot work out for you? Because Jimmy and I used it, we did okay with it, no problem. Still, yeah, just...
1: waiting, still waiting on my pictures.
3: Did you text Scott in the morning? I did not text myself. <laughs> um, you badge you. So what happens with the automated photos is you go and you meet the characters, uh, and then come out and there's a, a a spot there to do your magic band. Mm-hmm. So you do it, and in theory, it sends your photos to the magic band. But you haven't seen yours yet. I have
1: not seen mine yet, and uh, I'm going to notify tech
3: support. Okay. I'm missing my photos. I'm missing my photos. I took I'm... a photo with Chewbacca. How was how was the line for Chewie? Uh, it was me. There, that was it? It was me. Yeah. We told you last week. That, Don't uh, sleep
4: on that, man. It's so nice to be able to get to those characters with any kind of line. There, Yeah, no line. I mean, over there. Well,
1: I thought it would be because they had a dessert party going on, too.
4: Yeah. Oh, that might have been why.
3: Everybody the, Was that the dessert party? Well, the dessert
4: party is towards the end of the evening, so you know it's going to be a lighter crowd in that area.
3: And this is the uh, Launch Bay area, of course, uh, which is uh, a separate area from Galaxy's Edge. So Chewbacca is over there, BB-8 is over there, and the uh, Darth Vader, he has returned, and he is now over there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's very little wait uh, in that area when you go over there. If you're over there to experience the Star Wars stuff, especially... Why not? Absolutely, yeah. Go over and take some photos, and you can still check out all the merch. They got the whole the store there, so you can check out the phone cases and all the toys and the shirts and everything. Uh, It's all right there, and there's none of the crowds that you might find or experience at Galaxy's Edge. Although there wasn't really that either. Yes. Um, Shall shall we dive into the the crowd situation before we talk about the cantina thing? Well, let's talk. I think. I think the word is surprise uh, that we all have uh, with the lack of lines uh, at Galaxy's Edge and really all the parks right now. Like the hurricane, we feel like it kind of like threw things off that weekend. Yes. But then they haven't really (laughs) bounced back. Like normally you got to the parks, right? This time of year, it's wall to wall on the weekend.
1: On the weekends, yes. But I mean, during the week, I can kind of understand. Mm -hmm. Schools are now back
3: everywhere. Right? Right,
1: right. It's It's hot.
3: It is very hot. It is hot. That is, that is why uh, Disney is my preferred park because I'm a night guy. Dim- Jimmy was asking me the other week we were going to go out to Galaxy's Edge. He's like, let's go early. I'm like, that's too hot. He's like, come on. I'm like, it's too hot. I go when the sun goes down. Sun's down, I'm at Disney. When it's when it's 1,000 degrees outside, mm, mm-hmm. no, I'm good. Thank you. I'll go to a water park. I'll go somewhere <laughs> where I can say wet, but I don't want to be at the theme park when it's 1,000 degrees outside. But the, uh, the lines everywhere – have been down, but uh, specifically Galaxy's Edge. We are watching the, uh, the, the the Falcon ride. Has it topped 45 minutes? It was 45 when I pulled onto the lot. Right, and that seems to be like the average. And then it was 35 when I got off the ride. And when I left, it was down to 20. So the question is, and you guys can speculate with me here. Is it that the ride is so efficient that they can really push a lot of people through at a time, or is there uh, less excitement and less of a crowd than anybody could have predicted for Galaxy's Edge, almost like California? What did we talk about? There's, it's what six? They can do six things. Uh, eight, I think. Is eight, it eight? Six people at a time. Eight Falcons. So there's supposedly what we've read. I don't, I don't have that confirmed from anyone. I need to go ask an adult. Mm-hmm. But I was told eight Falcons, six people at a time. That's you're churning people through, and it's well, every the ride is what
1: five minutes long.
3: Yeah, there's no pre-show. You don't have to sit through a bunch of stuff. You know, they've got that waiting area so they can they can cue people in there quick. There is there's no messing around when you get on that thing. They they get you on right away. I mean that's it might be by design. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: Bob Chappick, who's the guy in charge of like all of everything within within the Disney parks, is like,
3: we don't want rides that have a 10 hour wait. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't you want your people to have a good experience.
1: Exactly. And you want to be able to churn through people. But I mean, when we were there on opening day, it was a 300 minute wait. True story. And then it was 90 minutes for the rest of that day. Yes. I
4: never saw it get beyond 90 minutes after that. No,
3: it was one ten when we went back on. Yes, the f- was it Friday night or Saturday night? I think uh, it was Saturday night. Yeah, uh, yes, Saturday night. I think. Yeah. I, uh, how many times have we been now? Four times? Five times? I think four. I've been only three. Oh, you uh, went without me. Sorry. Sorry, I, we had an emergency sleepover. All right, yeah, date whatever. night. Let's go party time. Let's go ride the Falcon. Let's go uh, eat. I didn't steal any forks. Now they're getting rid of forks. Oh, whoa! Way to spoil. Way to spoil one of my news stories. We'll get to that. Wah, in, wah, wah, wah. We'll get to that in the news. But um, you want to talk about the cantina? I do, but I want to ask James if he has thoughts on the ride. Do you think it's that they're being incredibly efficient, or do you think people are staying away at this point?
4: I think it's a mix of both, to be honest. Yeah. I think that uh, Disney was prepared for this to be, you know, insanity.
3: There's, there's no, there's none of these like the, the, you have to join a party to get in the land. The land is open. Nope. It's not like they had the Harry Potter land when the Harry Potter land you had to wait eight hours just to get to the land. You're able to walk in the land at all points. The land is huge though. It's much larger than yeah. any of the Harry Potter areas. And the walkways are massive. Yes. The one complaint I do have in regards to Universal and Harry Potter is they really they. It's Tight, narrow walkways. Yeah, it's like you're getting jammed in like a little teeny tiny walkway, especially in the shops or as you leave the the rides. It's awful. It's called Diagon Alley,
1: not Diagon Serengeti Plain. Sure. Diagon
4: Alley is actually – a little bit easier to maneuver than yes. the Wizarding World because they just didn't.
1: is ex- a little more difficult because they're using an existing area, plot of land. But yeah.
3: both are awful when you leave the ride. To get out of the ride, when you go through the this gift shop, it's like all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like, you're in like one of those closing rooms. You can't even get to the door. I like. I always want to get to the door as fast as possible, and I'm like diving around uh, children and people and and wizards and witches. Another PSA: If you're in the uh, parking garage and you're on.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And You know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any
4: one of the people movers please do not stop oh my god at the end of the people mover or how about this how about this okay and or at the top of an escalator bottom of an escalator just that too just keep
3: moving yes especially i've seen that too but if you're gonna not do the walking on the people mover because a lot of people like to walk and get double the speed on the people mover just move to the right or the left i don't care which side just don't stand there in the middle and act like an idiot because i will push past you some people will just stop and just wait i'm like excuse me move go you're blocking the way Stand to one side. Uh, anyhow, oh, we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we get from wait times on, on, on uh, You're the You are complaining about unfounder. the size of the walkways at Hogsmeade.
4: Yes, and that because you love up. the size of the walkways
3: at Batu. Yes, yeah, it's and pretty the easy. the Black Spire Outpost. It's post. pretty easy to get around. So let's talk about something I'm just going to say it, we didn't love, and that was the cantina. Jimmy? Yeah. Do you want to start here? Yeah. Um, so we made reservations as soon as reservations uh, were available. Uh, they came out like they, oh, my God, you can make cantina reservations. Cool. We make them. Waiting for this day. Jimmy was very excited. Yeah. I, I mean, over the moon about this. Yeah, because, uh,
4: you know, it's something we hadn't done yet. And I was really excited to see the whole uh, use of Rex, which mm-hmm. is the – DJ Rex? D- DJ Rex. Rex was the original pilot of Star Tours. Yep. That they removed and replaced with C three PO. But now because he washed out of being a pilot, he is now a DJ at Ogus Cantina. So I was really excited to see how they use him. I remember at the panel in Chicago they played some of the music that he was gonna be mixing, and you know, I was like, This is cool, I can't wait.
3: So I don't know, the whole Well, when we get there, just when we first got there. We're like, "Oh, we got reservations." We're like, "All right, go to the back of that line." We're like, "Wait a minute. We have to get in a line. We have reservations." Yeah, the line's like 20 people long. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, those, all those people have res- reservations too." We're like, "Okay. Oh. We we got here right at our time, but all right." And it, let's be fair, it didn't take us terribly long to get in there. No, it was
4: 10-15 minutes at the most.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and they got us in and then uh they show us to our area, which is uh It's
4: basically an ironing board with literally Eight adults
3: around it. And mm-hmm. you get a quarter of it on the side. We had four people. So we got a little tiny. Four adults. You have the edge no, of the eight table. Eight adults. Eight adults. <laughs> yeah, you got. Wait, huh, it was, I meant your group was four, four adults. Four adults, yes. Yeah, so there were four more people. So they gave us the second half. Of a not a terribly large table. I mean, the table. It's literally the size of an ironing board. Yeah. In almost the same shape. So you had to kind of like make a C around the table, and everybody just kind of huddles in there to get a little bit of a spot to uh, have a place to put their drink when they get their drinks there. So right away, we're like, okay. Um, it was pretty crowded. It was very crowded. I mean, it was packed. You know? yeah, I mean, yeah, it was you, still a line outside. You get a half of a table to, uh, to sit at, and you're, you, they park you with strangers. Eventually, a guy comes around to take your drink orders. Um, what did you have? I got the Fuzzy Tauntaun.
4: You had the Fuzzy Tauntaun. I had the blue milk with the cookie. Mm-hmm. And my wife got the uh, Batu Bits, which yes. was like the one like food item. Snack that, yes. yes. Well, you had a snack item, too. Because uh, well, you get a cookie with your came, blue milk. Yeah, yeah. It came with a cookie. That's true. Which was cool because it looked like the profile of a bantha on it with, like, the horn and stuff on the ah. cookie. Ah. Yes. Pretty cool.
3: Yes. Um. So we got all that. What did you guys – think? What you, you guys said about two bits. Did you like the about two bits? They didn't look like much to me.
4: Well, it's also because it wasn't chicken or chicken fingers true or – story. Or French fries. It was, like, freeze-dried fruit and, and vegetables. And, like, they had, like, a chimichurri sauce with chips. And it was – Everything
3: eight. was delicious. So basically eight cents worth of food. Sure. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You could go and dump out a, a quarter of a uh, of a trail mix into a into a plate, and there's there's, there's your... a lot
4: fancier than just your common trail mix.
3: Okay. All right. All right. And that, so they had that. I think that's like eight bucks, right? Yeah. It was. It wasn't terribly
4: expensive. It was nice. Okay. I did get to see the. Uh, they have a flight that you can order. Yes, of, with um, the tooth, right? Yeah, With the, the teeth. Uh, Rancor teeth. And yes. It's got four Rancor teeth in it, and you get like a flight of, uh, I want to say beers, and it was like $85 for that.
3: <laughs> yeah. But you get to keep the flight, like the, 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 the drinks and stuff. Scott, the, the can you imagine my reaction to some of these prices? I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, $85. No, you? you No, I can't imagine that at all. $85 for a flight of beers. And then what was the other one? You wanted you wanted that Tiki mug, right?
4: Yeah, there was a uh, there's an End- Battle of Endor Tiki mug. And that comes with a drink, and that one's $45. But once again, you get to keep the mug. It's
0: a mug!
4: But the drink's like $16, so if you take that off the top of the price, then it becomes
3: like $29, Mm -hmm. which is
4: not crazy for a tiki glass. I
3: think I figured out why I don't drink. It's just so overpriced. It's like, wait a minute, you pour uh, a 16th of a bottle of booze into this cup for me, and all of a sudden it's it's $9 or $12 because you put that in there? When the bottle of booze costs like eight or eight bucks itself? You really don't know anything about alcohol, do I you? I do not know a thing about it. No, I I couldn't I couldn't price it. I feel it. like I, I couldn't guess it. I feel like if you
4: did drink, it would only be out of bottles that were in brown paper bags.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. I got the blue milk with the cookie uh at a fourteen dollar price tag. Mm-hmm. Um I like the blue milk. I see.
4: Uh, my problem is, is I had the original incarnation of the blue milk, so that's what I have mm-hmm. in my mind. So that when I took a swig of his blue milk, I was like,
3: this, "This isn't what you expected." Not what I expected at all. None of it worked out for me with the blue milk. I just, uh, I, I guess, it tasted like some sort of a fruit smoothie. Hmm. Um, but it wasn't very cold. Yeah, it was like room temperature almost. I mean, it was cool, but if it was like a frozen like almost like the butterbeer type type yeah. of thing maybe it would be yes. better
4: they need to think about that maybe uh doing a frozen version of the milk but being and like then putting butterscotch but on it's top. a
3: slushy it's, it's not a slushy
1: It's it was a not. slushy slurry concoction i don't That's know what it was not
3: what i got from it it was not good it was uh like universal knocked it out of the park with butterbeer i mean grand slam home run killed it blue milk is like Mm. Well I did that I don't need to do that again Uh, And the cookie was okay it was nothing special it was nothing gigantic or great so i mean eh, you know for the experience i guess it's uh, it's certainly not going to be like uh going to universal where like okay one of my things i'm doing today is i'm getting a butterbeer yeah. it's like it's awesome and it's an experience if
4: i'm somewhere near hogsmeade there is going to end up being a butterbeer in my hand
3: yeah blue That's... milk uh, I, I don't know did they did they have focus groups where they said hey this is good we we got it we nailed it on this one i was i, I was that was me i was the focus group you were the guy i was the entire focus group. Screw. Mm, I don't yeah. believe that. I want to see some positive reviews of built blue milk because uh
1: I just I gave you a positive besides, review on this podcast. Besides
3: you, family. And even when you sold it to us initially, you're like, mm, it was good.
1: Then no, Mike. I think my exact quote is I still don't know how to describe it.
3: Yeah, it's not it's not easily described because it's not very good. But, well, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> I'll try the alcohol version next. Okay. How was your alcohol version thing you had the well, fuzzy tonton the, the
4: fuzzy tonton it comes out and it looks literally like it has um dish soap on the top of it mm-hmm. and it, but it's not because i like i put my face to it and immediately like some of it went up my nose and i started like like doing that <clears throat> thing you know it's not quite a mm-hmm. sneeze or a choke but it was like what what is this
3: why is this making me react
4: this way yeah exactly so i'm like did they put Uh, avocado in this like why am i like i'm allergic to avocado so um so
3: yeah you know it was a good drink it just uh i don't know it wasn't anything that blew my socks off all right so the cantina while there was a lot of excitement uh gets a thumbs in the middle i guess from us it was i would
4: honestly i feel like if we would have sat in one of the booths or at
3: the bar yeah how about some chairs a total different experience let's hey let's get some chairs in there how about that can we do that All right. All right. Well we come back, Scott Harris. I've never been to a bar. Yeah, I know. True story. Scott Harris will (laughs) move over to the news desk. We'll get all the latest in the happening of the world of theme parks here on Real Radio one oh four point one.
2: Your ride isn't complete yet. The theme park podcast will be right back on real radio. theme park podcast really well thought out name guys here's dickerman jimmy d and scott harris
4: you know i don't think we've ever said thank you to dan stone he did such a great job on he those did bumpers.
3: A very nice job with those bumpers uh dan stone is like a guru in the world of uh voice and uh such so uh, yeah that's pretty cool that we have him yeah but yeah.
1: he has such contempt and disdain for what we're giving him to read that's what i like about it yeah, but I mean, like, he's mocking us. You know how long we spent thinking of a name for this
3: show?
4: You know, honestly, uh, being mocked by Dan Stone is kind of a, a badge of
3: honor. Yes, and we did spend a long time thinking of a name for this show and came up with a theme park podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, with that said, let's uh, hop over the news desk because there is quite a few things happening in the world of theme park news this week. Thank God uh, Scott Harris is here with the latest. Basically, Scott Harris just looked at the internet. Well, that's, that's where we get all of our news now.
1: Uh, let's start with Universal Studios,
3: because I have some news about Super Nintendo World. Okay. We're going to be broadcasting from Universal in the month of October, right? That is the plan, I think. I believe that yeah. is a plan. around my
1: birthday, too. Oh, good. So I feel appreciative that they're doing it for my birthday. That's nice. You should get a free Butterbeer. Super Nintendo World will use wristbands given to all guests to interact with the land. This is information from the CEO of Universal Parks, so
3: it's not a rumor. So are we thinking either like magic bands or the uh, tiki-taku-taku? I'm assuming it's going to be a tapu-tapu thing. Uh, This
1: quote, we are going to open next spring. This is going to be in Tokyo, uh, opening ahead of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Oh, my
3: buddy who actually works for Universal, Victor, he was in Tokyo the other day, so I imagine he's probably there helping with that because he's a super smart game Design, dude. It's a whole new separate area of the park. It's got food. It's
1: got merchandise. The first phase will have two rides, Super Mario Kart ride, as well as Yoshi's Adventures. Yoshi is one of the other Nintendo characters. There will be two rides, the whole uh, land interactive, and you're going to have a wristband that's uh, got a big red Mario symbol on it. By the way, the wristband is super cool. It's all magnetic. You slap it on your wrist, and it just snaps on, and it won't come off. And that allows you on an interactive basis throughout the entire land, which is built on three different levels. It's got the all the popular Bowser's deal in
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha,
1: in my dentist's office. Princess Peach's Castle, and all different key elements. You'll be able to go up and keep score and play with various games, and it also translates to a score-keeping capability.
3: I just checked eBay. There's none of those bracelets on eBay just What hasn't yet. started yet? They will be like yes. immediately. People I, will be
4: stealing them. I, it's funny because as he's reading that story, and like, you slap it on your wrist and it we'll won't come off. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a search on eBay. <laughs> yes,
3: it'll pop up right next
4: to us for it. will It'll be there.
1: I want to know if it's going to be like a, a slap bracelet deal. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that, it sounds like what it's going to be is uh, basically a magnetic stop bracelet. And I guess we're going to test it in Japan and see how it goes there and then bring it here. Japan is the first, and then it'll be between – Us,
1: and uh, Hollywood. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Universal Studios, uh, Universal Orlando guests can experience a Stranger Things pop-up photo-slash-selfie attraction at Cabana Bay.
3: I was hearing about this. I actually saw some photos popping up on this. Throughout the duration of Halloween Horror Nights season, the experience is
1: only for uh, Universal Orlando Resort guests. With priority given
3: to Cabana Bay residents. So Or guests, I should say I'm I, you're
1: not I, living there.
3: I guess if you're staying at another resort, you can bus over to Cabana Bay or something. Is yes. that the deal? Yes. If we just showed up at Cabana Bay, are they gonna give us a hard time? Yes, because
1: we're not guests of any of the resorts. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, they can, yeah, how do they, know? Yeah, they know? They'll go,
3: Oh, I'm oh what is the name on the reservation? They might. I don't know. Disney, when I the years ago when my friend, uh Dick Herman he would, uh, he would go out to Disney and he'd park at the resorts instead of paying for parking. Not a good person. Either. I don't hang out with him anymore. Um, and he never had a problem going into the resorts. And they never, you know, they always say, hey, welcome home.
4: I've never tried to go into a resort other than uh, Hard Rock.
3: Well, times have For Universal, yeah. I've been to a few of their resorts. Uh, most of them have garages. And usually they, parking, you do have to pay for parking. But I think there's like a, a window of like, you know, Wait. 10 or 20 minutes where you can park for free.
4: Yeah, but there is, there's definitely... Can you take a boat over there? Yes. Is that a boatable? Yeah. Cabana, a boat. Bay.
1: You can boat Cabana, to Cabana Bay. Cabana Bay. I don't believe so. But uh, I, I think no Port
4: Portovino of... Port is. Yes. Yes. And I know uh, Royal Pacific is, and mm-hmm. I think Hard Rock is.
3: But you can I, also walk to Hard Rock. True. I like I like loitering at resorts that I can't afford to stay at. I think it's a fun activity, personally. Well, if you make your
1: way over to Cabana Bay, you can sit on the buyer's family couch in the living room, all decked out with crazy Christmas lights, or. Step behind Scoops Ahoy counter to have your picture oh, taken. You got it. Go. You I know. Get your I Steve know. Steve Harrington
3: outfit and go. I know. He's working on the hair. I'm working on the hair. It's not the right color right have now. Have you but bought I'm the uh, necessary it. items? Because I think they sell half the outfit at Hot Topic right now. They sell. Th- there's
1: certain costume shops that are already selling it. I want good quality. Okay. Well,
4: let me it's ask like you Hot this Topic. question. Hot
1: Topic's got some good stuff. I know. And I don't know if you know this is that a Hot Topic, Stranger
3: Things merchandise is the only thing exempt from sales. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I bought some Thanos shorts there the other night for $5. They clearanced (laughs) them (laughs) out. Five dollars for Thanos. Do they shorts. light up? Uh, they do not light up, and they also don't fit me currently, but they will soon. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, Scott. Yes. For your Steve Harrington uh, outfit, if you really want to be authentic, I will help you by beating the crap out of you ahead of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: That's so nice. Of you. Why does?
1: Why do you always <laughs> say
4: that? Well, uh, Steve Harrington manages to get his ass kicked every season. No, the final. No, season three, he went to fight. He did. He did win a he, fight. Yeah, but he also got beat up in the main meantime. He did, yes. but he also he did win a fight. Every single season, the guy gets his butt kicked. That's true. <sighs> you just
1: want to beat me up, man. All right. Turning our attention <laughs> over to Disney. We have a good story. Walt Disney World. Yes. Oh, oh, a good story. A good story. All right. Let's hear it. A heartwarming story. All right. I want to hear it. A uh, a boy was surprised with a dream Walt Disney World trip after using his vacation money to feed Hurricane Dorian evacuees.
3: Oh, that's so. Did you hear this story?
4: He, yeah, he was did. saving up his birthday money so that he could go on a trip to Disney World. And instead of using his money for that, he went and bought hot dogs and hamburgers and, and drinks and gave them out to evacuees as they drove by because he wanted them to have food on their journey to safety.
3: Well, that's pretty yeah. nice of him. I mean, I, I think his parents should have paid for his Disney vacation. But okay, go go ahead. So It seems Mickey took notice of what was going on in less than a week
1: after closing up his Hurricane hot dog stand. Disney employees uh Offered him, you know, him and Mickey a trip to the park. So they got so later he, this month when he's
3: not in school. He's probably going to get to go do everything too. They will probably take oh, him yeah. to all the parks. They'll set him up in an awesome resort. Mm-hmm. He'll get like Disney takes care of people on the reg. When they really like for for a story like this, man, this kid's going to have the experience of a lifetime.
4: I hope he gets to stay at uh, Cinderella's castle.
3: Oh, I've seen that. Sweet. Oh, suite. what? That would yeah. be
4: crazy. I tried like when lo- my wife and I were getting engaged. I tried pulling every, like, I knew high up executives, and I was like, I don't want to stay in the room. I just want to use the room for five minutes to get engaged. And they were like, well, the Rose Garden out front is very beautiful. <laughs> it's like, a- okay, a- that's a-, a no. I, knew, I, knew I seen it. that's not happening. you seen it? How did you it. see it?
1: I uh, was doing broadcast out there. What?
3: Yeah. Really? And there's a se- there's like a weird door up there. <gasps> we need to see it at some point. Um, can I balance your story? Because if we learned anything from Thanos, <laughs> yes. there must be balance yes. in the universe. Yes. A, uh, you see the story about the uh, the Disney fan. She seems to be a super Disney fan. She was been banned for life because mm-hmm. she got what? hammered at the park and then lost attacked, her cigarettes. Attacked a taxi driver, kicked a cop, and so she's got you know whatever legal issues she has. But apparently, according to the New York Post, she is now banned for life from the park. And they said they went through her Facebook and they found all these pictures of her with various characters, like she was a uh, reg and maybe even a pass holder and ah, dog. <laughs> now as we've told you don't get crazy at the parks because mm-hmm. you can get banned for life yes behave yes behave and balance your alcohol you want to drink booze that's cool this makes it expensive for a reason Have so a you can't buy between. too much of it stay hydrated yeah yes get to the Dasani water and, and uh, galaxy's edge if you're a violent drunk don't get drunk at disney good call r.a.p club cool they say it's coming back. It I, is, but right now it's gone. It's gone. So
4: yeah, they really moved fast on that. Like somebody posted something. uh Jeff Jones, our buddy Jeff Jones, posted. He's like, uh, "Goodbye, fountain. We'll, uh, you'll be missed." Fountain of Nations
1: and Starbucks Club Cool in the original
4: character spot
1: now behind construction walls. And if you look on the map, it's just a green plot.
3: Building's gone, according to the map. Wow. They they will they don't mess around when they close things up. But Club Cool. Was like a revelation when it was introduced to me. I'm like, oh my god, you can you can get something for free.
4: Yeah. I, re- I remember when I was like, hey, let's stop over in the
3: Coca-Cola Pavilion and get some free soda. And he's At like, huh? what? What do you mean free? There's no there's no free in Disney. There's nothing free. And speaking of RAP themed sporks gone get from Galaxy's <sighs> Edge. Why didn't I steal them when I had the chance? Why we just got them? Yep. Well, now we're to forks. Why? Do we know? Because people because were stealing, stealing them. them. I tried being a good person and not stealing them because of my good no, behavior. Honestly, now we don't
4: have them anymore. You're better off not having taken it because it, you could have been that woman in that story. Of course, I would never. You know, I would never.
3: First, that's just not my character. You just start crying. I'm not going to steal. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to steal. But
4: I'm uh, pretty sure you asked your wife if she brought her big purse. I'm just saying. Yeah. No.
3: Um. But um, that's disappointing because I thought they were pretty cool. We didn't really get to use our spork that much. Actually, it didn't work that great. We were trying to stab one of those gross tofu meatballs that she got, and it didn't work very good. That happens sometimes. But what are they going to do with all the sporks? I don't know. They're probably all gone. They probably don't have any Spork party in the back. Uh, Oh my god! We California had them for months. We literally lasted two weeks. Yeah. My god. You guys suck.
4: what of just savages <laughs> in this town. You guys are awful.
1: The Skylander was running when I was at uh, Hollywood Studios last night. I so saw it in
3: motion. They've started some limited cast on there, right?
1: Cast member previews uh, start the 16th through the 18th. Okay. And then, again, the
4: 23rd through the 26th.
3: All right. So... And they're scheduled to open next month? September 29th. September 29th. It's oh. the exactly
4: one month from the opening
3: of Galaxy's Edge. The plan for us is still to do the pod from the pod. We're still going to try and get uh, our podcast in a pod. Yeah. Yes. As long as we can get permission, because I will not be banned for life. I don't want to get banned for life either.
4: Because if we come to the station and they're like, gentlemen, and I'll be like, it was these two. Oh, These two. Oh, I'll run. I know I cannot run both of you. Don't I will talk to
1: me, criminal. I will run. I will abandon you. Dickerman knows this. I will leave a man behind.
3: He left me behind. <laughs> we had food. we had lunch the other day downstairs, and we all know we go downstairs to get the food and like kind of slink away quietly and try not to get noticed. He was gone. I'm still scooping my queso, and he's gone. Out. He will leave you behind. Do not trust Scott Harris. By the way, did
1: you guys know that when you do Galaxy's Edge at night, it's a different—it's nighttime when you're taking off
4: in Falcon. I didn't even notice. Yeah, when we've only been at night. Yeah, I I don't know that we've seen it during the day yet. It wasn't daytime when we were there opening
1: day, day one. Oh, I don't remember. No,
4: when we when we left the Batuu in like the Galaxy's Edge area, Uh, and we were right in front of uh, the. The Muppets mm-hmm. is when I saw the sun rising up over the thing. And we were like, but,
1: no, but I mean, according suns. to the
4: ride. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is it oh. was still dark out. Uh,
1: okay. I just thought we were all sleep
3: depriving. That day is still a blur to me. I don't remember much.
1: <laughs> Every now and then I look at the picture of the three of us and it's just like, there's one brain cell bouncing
3: around between the three. I'll between the two of you. I thousand, was like thousand yard stare in our eyes like, what happened? <laughs> what have we done? Is that, the, uh, is that the completion of the news for today? Yes. All right, then. We will bounce quickly over to uh, Jimmy D to get the park forecast. We talked about the lines being down. This seems to have been the case uh, pretty much everywhere the last couple weeks.
4: Yeah, and the forecast is? It's going to rain. Oh, my God. It's going to rain a lot, right? Oh, yeah. We are uh, right at the halfway point of hurricane season. Okay,
3: so more rain, tropical depressions, tropical storms. Uh, But how are the lines going to look? Good? Better? Because the rain scares people away?
4: Yeah, everything is slow right now.
3: Okay, well, go to the parks. That is the uh, time to go. And with that, we are done. For Jimmy D, for Scott Harris, I'm Dickerman. We'll see you at the parks.
2: Park Podcast. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at the Theme Park Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, check out the Theme Park Podcast.com. The iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
2: Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah. Oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.